Welcome to Chuck and Anthony Ragnatok, the premier prestige limited format podcast all about the greatest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor Ragnarok. I'm Anthony Carboni, sitting across the internet from one of the authors of the 50 most anticipated oh. books of 2019, <laughs> according oh, to Entertainment snap. Weekly. It's true, Entertainment Weekly. I'm on a big boy list. Mr. Chuck Wendig. No Hi. pressure, Chuck. No pressure. No, I, I just can't fuck this up or I fuck it's everything fine. up. It's fine. It's fine. It's just, listen, no one, no one reads and no. Uh, no. they only read a precious few things every yeah. year. And I could be one of those or probably not. And, and then, you could be one of those and, yeah. and Entertainment Weekly says you should be and hey, listen, man. If I'm not, then I just go to sleep in a ditch <laughs> again, like I usually do, and then I go back to bird crime books. It's okay. Yeah, look, man, books are just words strung together until the check comes in. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, did you know, actually, they just sell books uh, as building materials for third world countries. That's really all we're doing here. <laughs> That's all they do. They just build little uh, little huts and yurts. Yurts, yeah. books, book yurts. You can, you can use books for just about anything. You can yeah. uh, you can hold doors open with them. True. My grandmother used to almost exclusively hold doors open with books. Yeah, that was my dad's trick with them. He didn't read them. He just had them for objects, tools. Uh, well, c- congratulations, though, Hey, man, thank you. That's weird. That's yeah, a that's, pretty rad thing. Yeah, I didn't expect that. That was one of those things where people were like, hey, did you see? It's like, did I see what? And then I was assuming I was having some sort of fever dream and was, uh, <laughs> you know, just hallucinating wildly. But no, it was real. It was uh wanderers yeah so july it's coming out pre-order everybody that's how i survive pre-order, pre-order. my books order yeah pre-order the book wanderers by chuck wendig you know it's it's so weird that this week comes i mean such good news comes mm-hmm. on a week with such bad news i mean it will this will be the last episode of thor Ragnarok. the last I mean, 10 minutes and it times out well with the end of the year right yeah. i mean that's sort of a thing i mean it's uh it's wild, and it's been a great ride. And yeah. um, you know, I do think like first before we get to the Thor part, though, we should. I mean, because a really cool other new Marvel thing came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about Spider Verse a little bit? I think we should uh, just a little bit. Just a little least. bit. Just a like a like a five, just a quick two three minute thing. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, if it goes a little long, uh, we'll just uh, we'll just do the last five minutes of, of Thor next week. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we won't have to, but just yeah. I mean, just yeah. uh, just so y'all know, we're not going to leave you without the last five minutes. But uh, we're just going to talk about Spider Verse for for a few minutes. Um, this first few minutes, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're gonna do spoiler free. Yeah. We'll talk a little yeah. bit. Yeah. First in few minutes, spoiler free. But uh, then, and then we'll uh, we'll put on the, we'll we'll put on the spoiler signal. Spoiler pants. The this this spoiler sense. Spoiler senses are tingling. Um, <laughs> so sexy. into the Spider-Verse, I expected to like. I expected to like it a lot. Uh, yeah, you know, there was a lot of uh, what the kids call hype yes. around it. And uh, I was certain that there was no possible way it was going to meet hype. Because there's just literally everybody was all capsing in Twitter about the sheer cinematic animation superhero spider-man orgasm which actually sounds gross when i put orgasm at the end of it now and i, I regret it but it's too we, late we did say this was going to be spoiler free but yeah. spider orgasm of spider Earth orgasm three does appear. yeah he does appear uh from a vault of spiders issue number four he shows in the but no so uh I, there's no way i thought there was no way no way that it meets expectations or even comes half to the hype yeah, I felt I felt similarly. Even though I am a huge Lord and Miller fan, I yeah. love everything they do. Yeah, but it's just 
and this is what's actually brilliant about the film is mm-hmm. there I have a lot of fatigue with Spider-Man, particularly Sony's interpretations of the character. The endless, endless interpretations yeah. of the character. Yeah. Just a lot of like there's just a lot of Sony Spider-Man in a very short amount of time. Yeah, like every time they introduce a new Spider-Man, I think they reboot it in the middle of the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it'd be 45 uh, yeah. minutes in and a new actor would just tag in. Yeah, and then it and just Uncle starts ben over again. And would die again. Yeah, again and again. And again endless, and again. A carousel of Uncle Ben dying. It was uh, it was hard to take, you know, all yeah, the death. Yeah, all the death. It's just a bloody pulping <laughs> of endless. No, and it's not just the Sony thing for me. It's that... Like, listen, real, like, real, real talk, Spider-Man is a mess in the comics. Mm-hmm. There are, it's, like, I've tried periodically to be like, what's going on with Spider-Man now? And then there's, like, robots and vampires, and I'm, I'm like, nope, I don't know what's, I don't know. Spider-Verse don't know. Is, is one of those things where in the comic books, it could only happen because the character is a mess. Yes, It could right. only happen because there's just... Too much. There's just too much Spider-Man. So much. If you ever if you ever watched uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Kimmy Schmidt, <laughs> yeah, there's that whole joke in season two of that show about the Spider-Man musical yeah, getting yeah. a sequel called Spider-Man yeah. Two: Too Many Spider-Men, <laughs> and it's so accurate to both musicals and Spider-Man in particular. Yeah, and that's kind of what I thought about this. I was like, well, this will be a very funny, uh, very heartfelt, very tongue-in-cheek sort of thing, but yeah. I don't know. This was announced uh, in 2014 when Sony announced that they were going to be doing a literal Spider-Verse of films. The only yeah. one of which we've seen besides this was uh, was the Tom Hardy Venom. Which I haven't seen yet. I assume uh, you have. I avoided that one. I'll, yeah, I avoided. I'll, I'll catch it on VOD. I have a feeling yeah. I'm going to like it, but I'm not going to like it for the reason, the same reasons I like Spider-Verse. No, no. Same, yeah, yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to like it the same reason I like, you know some some good early 2000s low budge action yeah. cgi things that came straight almost to dvd yeah like trash can food like just yeah. delicious food but out of a trash can i feel like venom's gonna go like right in a section of my movie collection with like christian bale's equilibrium and oh. mila jovovich's ultraviolet like right, i just there you go i just feel like it's one of those movies yeah it's one of those movies it just slots in yeah there. um and I knew that, but this was announced at the same time. They were going to do a Black Cat movie. They were going to do all a, a Gwen like, Stacy live action. I they get were, it with the cinematic universes. Okay, fine. Yeah. I, and I mean, that's kind of one of the things that happened with Sony is Marvel made such a jump. I mean, Marvel didn't really make a jump, but as far as the other studios were concerned, Marvel's cinematic universe came out of nowhere. Yeah. And so everybody was like, did we fuck up? Should we have a cinematic universe? And a lot of no. the things that I dislike about superhero movies and action movies right now comes from studios trying to rush into one of these universes. Cough, cough, DC. Cough, yeah. There was no reason that Justice League should be like the fourth movie in this no, DC. No, they've just, earned nothing. They've yeah, earned no there was part nothing earned there. Um, you know, they they tried to do it with that with the Mummy movie of all things. Well, like, I know. And like you know, in spirit, I appreciate that. But what are you doing? Yeah, like, you got it. And I've heard there, I've heard literally rumors that there's going to be a like a General Mills monster serial cinematic universe. Like they're going to try to make a fucking Booberry movie. Sure. And at this point, why the fuck not? If Boo, yeah. And here's what I say: If Count Chocula really the movie really resonates with kids, make yeah. yourself a Frankenberry, and if that works, 
Yeah. Maybe Boo Berry shows up, but listen. Sure. You don't jump into it, and and that's no, kind of the like, team. You get to the team later. You get yeah, to the, the team later, and that's what. And Yummy did. Mummy then could be the offshoot movie. Of it's fine. course, it's fine. Uh, but Sony did this with Spider Man, with Amazing Spider Man and Amazing Spider Man Two, where they tried to build this entire Spider Man universe in two films, and yeah, we didn't care. There was too much going on. Yeah, too much going on. So anyway, that's this is a very long wind up to deliver the sort of the sort of thesis statement which is spider-verse is a movie that can only be made right now yeah. at this point in time in response to the exact cultural place and mess that spider-man was in yes at the time they started developing it and it only resonates so well right now because we all love spider-man again because of yeah. homecoming yeah, it's such a weird thing because it's, to me, what I would consider to be the best Spider-Man movie, but can only be the best Spider-Man movie because of all of the crazy shit that came before it. Exactly. It's it's one of those things where I, I've told a lot of people in the last week that it is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Previously, yeah. my favorite Spider-Man movie was the PS4 game. But Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, when I've told people that, some you know, some people are like, "Well, it, it can't be the best one. It can't be your favorite one. What about this one? And, this? and it can't exist with all, all without all these other ones." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. aware." Right, but however, it's still at the top of it. <laughs> it has yeah. climbed that ladder, and now it sits proudly uh, at the top. You know, for it's me. it's for like me. saying I can't. It's like saying I can't like uh, uh, television because I have to like radio better. You know what well, I mean? Right, like yeah, like like here's the thing. Like my, I am currently you know, feeling like the year, the years I'm having personally, certainly not globally, but personally and professionally are, are great. Every year is maybe a little better than the last. I'm doing pretty well, but that only happens because of all the, the, the shit that has happened before that. Yeah. And it, this is like that. It feels like it's literally growing up to a certain point and it's exactly the Spider-Man uh, film we require. Cause it's fucking amazing. Can we just say that? Like it's, a, it's really amazing. It's really amazing what they did in terms of storytelling, in terms of uh, the mythology of Spider-Man, in terms of the animation, the soundtrack, it sings. It's, it sings like a plucked little spider web. Like, bing, it's just beautiful. There's no part of it that is not perfect. And what I love about Lord and Miller films is, and I mean, Lord and Miller, uh, uh, writer and story on the movie, producers right. on the movie, uh, just like uh, the Lego Batman, they did not direct this one themselves. Right. Uh, they handed this off to uh, to some very brilliant uh, animation directors: uh, Bob Persichetti, Peter Ramsey, Rodney Rothman. Um, but it is a Lord and Miller movie. They were the, they were the producers and the execs on it, and they did write the story on it. And one thing that they're able to do, and it's something that you and I talk about quite a lot, is. Um, they get handed the dumbest shit. Yep. They get handed the absolute dumbest shit. They got 21 Jump Street. They got the fucking <laughs> Lego movie. They yeah. get handed the dumbest shit, and they sit down and they say, all right, but how do I make you care about 21 Jump Street? Yeah, how do I distill this to a simple thing that you get and care about? Yeah, how do I make you care about the Lego movie? How do I make you feel for these Legos and how do I also do that while still nodding and making reference to without being a movie full of like shitty references make reference to all the things we understand about this yeah. thing within pop culture how do you play the perfect notes yeah and, yeah and one of the they do such amazing things with 
with storytelling, especially here in Spider-Verse, that are just like, hey, you know these things. Yep. And we trust that you know these things. And what you don't know, in terms of like the the fractured many Spider-Mens, like my wife is like, wait, how many fucking spider people out there? I'm like, oh, oh, let's pull up the Wikipedia article and we'll be here for about 50 minutes just reading this. Uh, Quick, she just had no idea. weird ass Spider-Man? Oh, mine? Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, me on. too! Come on, Spider-Man. I he fell into Spider-Man. Dissected and eaten by spiders who then take on Peter Parker's personality and shape. What the... God, Spider-Man. And Spider-Man yeah. was, was only introduced for Spider-Verse. Yeah, and he came back recently for Spider-Geddon. Yeah. Yeah. God, Along a, with a cowboy spider, like Web Slinger. I love it. What the shit? Awesome. It's a... It's a th- yeah, Spider-Man is th- thousands of spiders in a suit yep. that think they're Peter Parker. My other favorite one is the uh, 1609 Peter Parker that never be- really becomes Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's That's just good. like an assistant to Doctor Strange and is terrified yeah. of spiders. That's a very yeah. good one. Um, but a lot of uh, some of my favorite ones do appear in in this film as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think this is one of those deals where Lord and Miller go. How do we all feel about Spider Man? I know right. how we feel about Spider Man. We yeah. all know Spider Man. We all know the story of Spider Man. Not only do we all know the story of Spider Man. But we all have feelings about different versions of the story of Spider-Man now. Yeah, and a slightly broken mirror version. Like, we don't have, as a cultural audience, um, the deep understanding of the sheer, again, number of Spider-Man. But we get, like, the the vagaries between the, the game and the many, many movies and yeah. the many, many reboots and the TV show. And uh, We're y- in a you know, weird position in pop culture where my, my mother understands reboots of superheroes and understands understands why there are two different versions of the scarlet witch yeah and i think they understand that because of both spider-man and batman yeah and and it's almost like if there was like a like a jesus we had a bunch of different stories about jesus which we kind of do i mean the bible has literally four different (laughs) accounts of jesus kind of doing his jesus-y thing sure uh but then we found out that there were like 50 you've got other the, you've multi-world got the Catholic Jesus cinematic universe. Yeah, got yeah. The Protestant cinematic universe. Right. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff. <laughs> right. Like, but what if you found out one of the Jesuses was like a llama or a pig and you like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like mm-hmm. what we're here. It's like, it's graduating from 101 level to like 601. We're just, we're blowing our minds yeah. with this movie. And, and it does, it does this thing where it's like, okay, well, my mom understands that there are two different, that there are at least three different Spider-Men that she's yeah. seen. How do we make that part of the movie? How do we make the fact yes. that one of these Spider-Men that you know is is was really young and seemed to like just be really shitty and one of them could do no wrong and was super yeah. cool and yeah. one of them just has like robots and gadgets and, like how right. do I take all of these things? Hey, yeah, one of them's I a pig know. again. One of them's a pig. Yeah. Uh, how do we take all these things and put it together in a movie and nod and wink at it but also make it the plot of the fucking movie? Right. And the Brilliant thing about that that I think is such a a uh, subtle and peculiar trick, and it's really unique to these storytellers, and also I think is a thing we're starting to see more and more. But um, it's not postmodern in the sense that it's too winky, cheeky, snarky, shitty about Spider-Man. It's not trying to make fun of it. It's an earnest version of taking the what we know meta referentially about the Spider-Man universe and then making that literally part of the plot 
as the movie and not making it some like, you know, horror, horror, isn't it dumb and stupid? We're kind of winking at it. It's not some South Park nonsense. No, and uh, this it's is, beautiful. This is something we've talked about uh, previously with with like with like Grant Morrison and just last week with Tom King, where it's like oh. these people who go, how do I show every part of this thing that we love it? Yeah, they're using all the animal. Yeah, they're using all. We the love all of it. It's all yeah. real and it's all true. Batman has a giant penny, and it's not stupid that a man no, who like no. beats no. people almost to death every night has a giant <laughs> penny. He, yes. We love the giant penny, and here's how we make the giant penny work. And that's what this entire movie. That's what the Lego Movie was. It was every part of the Lego universe shoved into the movie and done so in a loving way. Yeah, and then the idea, but bring in those meta elements of like. Stepping on Legos and accidentally gluing yeah. Legos together and exactly. accidentally like not yeah. building things according to the set and your dad getting really mad at you for not like picking up your leg. Like right, all of right. that stuff made it into the movie yeah. as part of the film. And yes. every every one of those characters felt loved, but because they were Lego versions, you got like to be a little more silly with them because they weren't the real versions. Yeah, And this sort of carries on from there, except every one of these versions is real. Yeah. Now, uh, a, a little digression here, mm-hmm. since we're talking about uh, Lord Miller. Do, uh, I, I would like to note that I now kind of wish I would have seen their solo. Uh, I like the solo we got. I'm not sad about it. I don't regret having it. But I, I am now curious, or at the very least, I'm now curious what their very specific take on that Star Wars universe would be. That same kind of thing that all the things we know about Star Wars get folded into it in a way that's honorific uh but still funny and and interesting and light Uh, i'd be curious to see that yeah i think it's one of those things where we'll we'll never really know how we'll never know how much of that movie was was ron and how much of that movie was was chris and phil but like i i get a feeling that it through watching it and how coherent it was i get a feeling that both of those visions uh, kind of hewed to the same core, at least. Sure, yeah, the same heart. Because yeah. there's a heart to it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but, you're, but I do hope they get it. I hope they get something in the future that is in that space, um, maybe not quite as a quote-unquote beloved character, mm-hmm. something that allows us to sort of explore the universe in their very peculiar uh, lens, their prism lens. Yeah, because I think, you know, when they're allowed to to jump in on something and get weird with it like they did with Spider-Man here, they're, they're really in their element. It's... Um, I think it's one of those things where it's where it's probably just like how weird can you get right now with that yeah. particular franchise and is right that- and the great thing though is is for as weird as it is it works for anybody who doesn't know Spider Man yeah yeah it still sings it's not it's not a niche product you know what I mean it's not like for just like well it's really only for super fans everybody no it's definitely not and the other thing I love about it is um, even though it's pulling in all these things. It, it gets to the core of what it's lo- of what we all know is the central sort of conflict and the central sort of problem that Spider-Man has across all universes. And what one of the nice messages of the movie is like every Spider-Man has this at its core, which is which is sort of like the loneliness and yeah. uh, the feeling of having to push people away. And the feeling of of being unique in a way that sort of doesn't doesn't set you apart and make you special, but sets you apart and and kind of isolates you a little bit. Yeah, and that uniqueness is built usually off of a loss. In this the mm-hmm. case, usually literally a loss, a death. Um, it, you're, you're sort of built on that. That's built on the bricks of that that loss. And it's kind of it's kind of wonderful the way that theme plays out through it. And then also, 
listen, when this movie was announced in 2014, number one, I thought, no, 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 Sony, you're jumping too far ahead. I, th- I thought the same thing I thought about, like, Justice League or, like, this mummy cinematic universe. Or yeah, whatever. like, it's an eye roll. Like, sure. I was like, sure. guys, I get it. Marvel, Marvel leapfrogged everybody. They were playing 4D chess, right. and you yeah. were twiddling your thumbs and not we'll catch playing. up. Hurry! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry! I can play. I can play the game too. Yeah, uh, uh, Alfred Molina, do you want to be Doc Ock again? Nah. Yeah. That's no. like all right. Why not? Okay. What do we do? Uh, Get someone else. Jamie Foxx, sign a six picture deal. <laughs> we don't even know if this is gonna work. Yeah. We don't even know, but you get it six pictures. Yeah. So uh, when they announced this in 2014, I was like, no, 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 it's too, it's too much. It's too-. And then later on, when they announced that, hey this movie's going to focus on Miles Morales, uh, a lot of the response was, oh, we don't get a real Miles Morales movie. Right. That was a lot of the sentiment. And I sort of felt that way too, where it's kind of like, all right, Sony's taking the most risk-averse way, because if there's a way that I can describe Sony Pictures, Sony Entertainment, Sony Electronics, Sony everything. (laughs) Sony every product, yeah. Sony smoothies, whatever. Yeah, risk-averse risk averse for sure um they were i thought they were taking the most risk averse way to make fans happy eliminate that blowback and give them a miles movie they're like oh we'll do an animated thing it'll be cheaper it'll be easier we'll give them miles and that'll get them in the door it's like a sub spider-man you don't have to worry about it who cares yeah Yeah, from an executive it's like a five issue limited don't even think twice yeah from an executive level it's like cool and if we fuck it up it doesn't matter because it's just this spider-man no one's heard of except for these nerds and the nerds will come because they've heard plus peter parker's in it anyway so yeah (laughs) we win um yeah but damn this nope, is that's not what happened. The best possible way they could have done a Miles Morales movie. It really is. He is front and center. Uh, you can see him go through all of the same challenges and steps of Spider-Man while still being his very own Spider-Man. Ooh. It's so good. And and maybe the best best introduction to Spider-Gwen we could have gotten. God, really good. Uh and like ripped the right Spider-Man from the pages of the comics. We deserve. Yeah, finally. <laughs> finally. We've been we've been all pining for that on the forums. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, and then and then visually. Oh God, visually. So, so they did some things with this movie. This is obviously a CG film, but uh, they did some very particular things in this movie that yeah. uh, give it its own look. Yeah, because it looks hand drawn. I mean, when it's not, it still looks it. Yeah. So the first thing that they did was they eliminated all motion blur. Yep. All CG usually has motion blur added in for the frames, so the uh, so everything looks like it's happening being shot on a camera. Everything's smooth yeah. and cinematic and blah 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 blah. But removing that uh, made it all look like every frame was drawn on its own. Yeah, and then it's got this sort of janky en- energy to it. This like incredible electricity, yeah. appropriate given Miles's uh, power. Um, um, one of the other. By things- the way, the fucking Miles power is called uh, the Venom. Strike? I didn't realize this. Yeah, Ven- Venom Blast. Yeah. Like you, everybody, get your shit together, Spider Man. Venom is a thing, and you can't just call another thing Venom. What the fuck, Spider Man? Yeah, I, that's yeah. I remember the first time I heard that in the comics too, and Miles is like, "I'll use a Venom Strike," and I was like, "Yeah, we you don't do that." Yeah. You're like, but that's a di- wait. Is that connected to the? No, it's not connected. All right. To the- uh, uh, okay. All right. That's fine. I suppose. Surely, but can- it's electricity. But it's not poison. I but feel it's like venom. You're calling. It- if you're a Spider-Man writer at this point, you're just like the section of your uh, of your thesaurus that has anything Spider-related is just everything's crossed out. There's nothing left. Yeah, everything's just yeah, um, yeah exactly. 
but uh, the other thing they did was there's no squash and stretch on any of the characters. Oh, right. So, so squash and stretch is like when a character is about to jump, if you go frame by frame through an animation, when the character bends his knees to jump, it, the character also gets like wider and fatter. Yeah. And then yeah. when the character jumps right before the character leaves Spring. the ground, it stretches yep. thinner. Like taffy. Yeah, and it's this sort of rubber band style of animation that makes everything look more dynamic. There's no Very squash Pixar. and stretch yeah. on any character in this film except for Spider-Ham. <laughs> Which is appropriate, yeah. given his cartoon nature. So all of this makes it kind of look stop motion and 2D and a little more realistic in a way. Yeah, um, while being still like a painting at the same time. Yeah, well then they took frames, they exported frames... Yeah. handed them over to the 2D animation department and had the 2D animation department draw on top of those frames. Oh, that's great. So there's this, uh, there's this halftone shading that's on frames that looks like a 60s comic book. There are actual like little bits of electricity and, and things that are drawn around characters that are very 2D looking, and that's because 2D animators went over every frame. This is a yeah. $90 million uh, animated film. Yeah, and by the way, I'm fucking... Pissed. If I could just complain, sure, because you know, it's what we're all good at doing on the internet. Uh, yeah, it was not in IMAX, man. It was in uh, just our sort of little hinky theater. The IMAX was Mortal Engines, which you know, literally four people saw. Oh man, like, what are we doing? That what are we doing? Game. Don't put no. You rolled the dice and you take your chances. Oh man, where well, that was just a and the manager your of that theater is uh, is definitely going to get a call from corporate this week. He's in a hole right now somewhere, probably in a field. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I didn't go see it in 3D. I did. It was great in 3D. Holy shit, it was great in 3D. I I didn't see. I don't. I'm not. 3D is for me is yeah. But this was like this was not one of those. Oh, I love 3D. Yeah, but we talked about 3D because they worked so hard to make it look 2D. I was like, oh, obviously, I'm gonna go see it 2D first, and then if I like it, I'll see 3D later. And I feel like I should have done it the other way around. Yeah. I even read even the credits are amazing. Yeah, I even read something with them afterwards that was like, "Oh no, we made this to be watched in 3D." Yeah, you can tell. And I it was is, like, Fuck. It's just yeah. I mean, going through like the traffic as they're you know there are we haven't gotten into spoilers yet. Yeah, that's like a, oh. there are specific mm. scenes where I was just like, "Oh, I yeah. should." Oh, come on, me. Um, Old the cast, me. the casting, I don't think could have been more perfect at all. And surprising. I had no idea mm-hmm. about some of the casting. Yeah, Chris there's Pine? some of the characters that I don't want to talk about who they are uh, or oh, yeah. who their voices yeah. are. Um, but we can say we can talk about the main cast. Jake Johnson, when they announced Jake Johnson, mm-hmm. Jake Johnson as Spider Man, I was like, this is a fun take, but yep. it seems a little off. And yeah. there, what I love is there are plot reasons for why Jake Johnson is there. And once again, Lord Miller. They get it. They go, yeah, we feel the same way you do. Jake Johnson, kind of perfect, kind of weird. Right. Kind of perfect, kind of weird. Um, but And he works so well. Uh, Shamik Moore is unbelievable as Miles. Just yep. like, whew, any, any crossing your arms and huffing because it didn't get to be Donald Glover is going to go right out of your head. Right out the window. As soon as you hear yep. Shamik Moore playing Miles. Yeah. Um, Haley Steinfeld was was brilliant. I know. I didn't well. know that one either. Yeah. It's just like, man. She's unbelievable. And she's having a season. <sighs> John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John Mulaney is Spider Ham. Yeah. Mwah! 
He's got that Nathan Lane energy. Mwah! Yeah. That Nathan Lane energy. God damn. Uh, Nick Cage, Spider-Man Noir. Right? One of the best Nick Cage performances in a while. I mean, outside of Mandy. Outside of Mandy. Outside of, listen. Yeah. As far yeah. as as far as far uh, movies go in 2018, all the Oscars go to the bathroom drinking scene of Mandy. Yeah. Um. Yep. <laughs> just give it. Just give it all. Just line them up but, right there. Nick Cage, who does 87 movies a year, uh, yep. one for me, two for the IRS, is what he says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just fucking kills it in this man. He uh, does. Lily Tomlin is Aunt May, and she is oh, wonderful. Kills it. Kills it. Uh, and yeah, and then uh, Kamiko Glenn, who, um, who I had only seen previously in like. Liza Koshy has a YouTube Red series, and Kamiko Glenn I had seen in that series, and I was like, "You're really good." Um, yeah, she's uh, fucking phenomenal as Penny Parker. Yep, and Penny Parker, I'm hoping now we start to see more in terms of comics too, because there really never has been a Penny Parker single or anything like that. It's just always been sort of loosely there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I want to let's jump into these characters and stuff. Let's go ahead and say that the uh the spoiler yeah. light is Your spoiler shining. senses should be tingling. Uh and I feel like we're only 2 or 3 minutes in. We're probably going to get to the last few minutes of Thor Ragnarok this yeah, week. Yeah, we have time yet. Yeah, we still have at least a half. Yeah, we're good. We'll be good. We'll be good. Right. Um Holy shit into the Spider-Verse. So, let's let's go. The opening of this film right mm-hmm. out of the gate is exactly what I'm talking about. Hey, what's every fucking thing you know about Spider-Man? Here it is in about 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Not just everything you know from the movies, but things from your life, things from your childhood. How you feel about Spider-Man. Yeah. It all is like, this is an intro not just to Spider-Man, this character. This is an no. intro to Spider-Man, the concept. Yeah. A distillation of Spider-Man. This Pure is... <laughs> Spider-Man in your face holes. Yeah, everything from the um, from taking scenes from the Sony movies. Yeah, we stopping the train and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have the upside down kiss, like all that stuff. But yeah. also taking a scene from the Marvel movies and like smartly, kind of like, all right, we can't do the Staten Island ferry, so we'll do like a train in half. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You still see the same sort of like almost Christ-like pose. Yeah, but it's like, we want to let you know this is, and and what's interesting about it is even though we don't know what's going on with the plot yet, I remember looking at this and going, but this isn't Spider-Man. This is the way I feel about Spider-Man. This is the way I want Spider-Man. Yeah, this is all the Spider-Man. This isn't just... Yeah, Yeah. this is the Spider-Man. This is the the highlight reel, but this isn't... Yeah, highlight reel really what spider-man is um and then i also noticed like one of the one of the clever things they did is um they had jake johnson for the trailers and the preview clips read chris pine's intro yes and that confused the shit out of me the moment it started to play and i'm like oh god was there like a fucking me too thing did he get booted from this movie at the last moment and now there's a chris pine i'm like oh no oh no do i even need to look at my phone to see what scandal has racked the spider-verse movie but uh obviously part of the plot yeah and i and yeah. i love it this is also where we get the um the sort of media collage too where they where they use comic book covers and they use yeah. They use photos and they use album covers and all this stuff. And it's a very Lord and Miller thing that I absolutely yeah. enjoy. 
It is. Uh, and you get you get his Christmas album. You get his Christmas, which That's is nice. now on Spotify. Which you can, yeah, you can now buy it. You can just have it. It's now yours. It's great. And it's got a song from crazy all good. three Spider-Men. It does. Um, <laughs> so this intro was really, really wonderful. Um, and it gives us like a, a like a lot of... Um, gives us a lot of energy and everything out of the gate and then we uh right as we're questioning everything we immediately go and get introduced to miles um and i i just i just love that we spend we spend like 10 15 minutes with miles yeah just being miles being miles going to school brooklyn visions yeah it's it's having a hard time the dad uh that's a copy yeah yeah um Miles's entire family is so so well cast. Yeah. Um Uncle Aaron is Mahershala Ali. I forget who what is the name of the gentleman who is Jefferson? Ugh, I wish I had the full cast up in front of me, but he's a hilarious dude that I have seen in things. Um but everyone is really really good. Uh Yes. And Miles like from the moment Miles started talking, I was just like, "Oh, this is Miles." It's Miles. You just settle right into it, man. <laughs> um, and then to to sort of see the intro of like, uh, say I love you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's <laughs> so copy. good. It is great. Yeah, it's so good. I love the that within fifteen seconds we get Miles as the like the coolest guy in his neighborhood that everybody knows and everybody loves. Yeah. It, to not at all that in the school. Yeah. Just immediately, like that entire thing taking 15 seconds instead of five minutes. It was just so wonderful. Um, yes. And again, it's a thing we talked about with uh, Thor Ragnarok, which we'll get to in just a second. But it's like, uh, it's so good at just sort of like capturing a, a broad thing that, you know, like as a writer, you might be tempted to be like, I'm going to do a whole chapter, thousand words, two thousand, five thousand words on this thing, and I want to get into it. But this is just like, doom, 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 doom. Now we understand it. Moving on. Yeah. And that it, has a lot to do with uh, the way. The, the sort of Lord Miller style, which yeah. um, can be kind of from, depending on who you talk to that's worked with them, uh, everybody agrees it's brilliant, but some people say it's really frustrating to work with. Some people say it's really wonderful to work with. Sure. The initial storyboarding for this movie had this movie at two and a half hours. Oh, but their, their direction style, or well, not that they're directing, but their, that style of storytelling is... Puts it all much faster. Yeah. So what they do is they 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 have this uh, thing that they do where they put they say that they put everything they want into the movie, and they see okay. how much weight the movie can hold, Ooh, and then right. they start cutting, just slicing things up, and cutting it down, and seeing like okay we cut we cut ten minutes out of this movie does it still feel like the same movie okay let's cut another yeah. 20 minutes out are we still getting all the beats that we wanted that yeah. originally each took 10 minutes sure can we cut that down into a five second thing and still have you understand it perfectly oh that's fantastic it's fantastic but i can see it being like particularly if you're a storyboard artist i can just see you rubbing your temples a couple months into this process just being like <laughs> okay yeah. all right yeah are we doing this? All right, so that's uh, going now. All right, fine. Yeah. Um, we also Uncle Aaron. Uh, we, well, we meet we meet uh, Gwen, which I think yeah. is very interesting. Gwen introduces a brief little Gwen self as Gwanda. Gwanda, Gwanda. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also see this. Um, I initially thought 
this zany scientist had to have been like a um what's her name from from Harry Potter oh who uh uh, the, uh, what's her name? Uh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yeah, yeah, when they wa- when they're watching the the story, she very yeah the story of Alchemax. I was like, yeah, this is like a very weird Harry Potterish character. <laughs> Why are they spending so? And it's really it's really clever what they do is they show this they show this scientist from Alchemax talking about parallel universes. So you just think she's exposition the scientist in class. Yep. Yep. Um, and yet, and yet, turns out, ooh, they, a brand new version ooh, of Doc Ock. Ooh, oh, they never, such a good. They never waste yeah. anything. These guys. Oh God, no. Um, and Catherine Hahn. Catherine fucking Hahn. There's another Oscar. Just give her some Oscars. Oh, Just God, deliver love, them to her. You know, I love in a her wheelbarrow. Everything. She's the best. The moment she speaks, I just, I was just like, thank God, Catherine Hahn is yeah. in this movie. And the, and yeah. the mem- the moment it was Catherine Hahn. And I recognized her voice. I was like, oh, so this scientist comes back. Yeah, right. It's like, you're not going to throw away Catherine you Hahn. Don't waste unless you're a monster. Catherine Hahn? No, don't do that. You don't do that. Um, the, uh, the relationship between Miles and Aaron is is really, really, really well established in the... It is, and it's much um, stronger, I feel, than the comics have done so far. Yes. The comics, I think, pretty much paint him as an unequivocal uh, user yeah. of Miles and uh, a criminal, just a straight-up criminal. And this humanizes him in a way that's um, a fantastic mirror to the Uncle Ben relationship, in a way. Yeah, because I never um, really felt... I, I, I get it. It was like... Miles Miles is like, what happens if the when the uncle you lose is is bad and not good yeah right i right. wanted to flip the script a little bit with miles but but i like it more as a parallel yeah i do too and uh it's interesting because like the, he's the prowler in both the film and previous comics but now in the reboot he's iron spider or was iron spider something like that oh yeah in uh yeah saladin's uh new issue he's described as having been iron spider okay which is a thing that's uh you know it's interesting. I can't wait to hear how that happens, but yeah. One of the things that I do enjoy is is like um I don't know. I do like the idea of not just having this 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 kid from this from this sort of like poor poor neighborhood like Miles's Miles's family doesn't have a lot of money. Uh yeah. this idea of 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 just the urban youth with the criminal uncle that he looks up right. to. It feels, yeah, but they felt nail like it. the laziest part of the Miles story for yeah. me. And so I'm right. okay with, with, no, let's change it. He's the Iron Spider, and like maybe we can do something more interesting with that. And I like the way they do this in the movie, which is like, hey, he is mostly a good dude. Yeah. He is mostly a good dude. He's fallen into something. Yeah. He's, and at the end, he's still kind of a good dude. Like there's not a, um, there's not a, a negative turn yeah. for him. There's not a malevolent turn where you're like, oh, secretly he's a monster all along. Ha ha ha. No, it's like, he's like, you know, he regrets and he holds back and there's, you know, it's great. Yeah. Actually, I, I could have used almost more there. Not like necessarily in the film, but like I just sort of want more. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it was, it, he's just such a good character and that's one, of the, that's one of the things is like, they're so economical with everything that you could take 10 or 20 minutes more. I could take 20 more minutes with the kingpin and uh yep. olivia octavius yeah um yes uh, so speaking of the kingpin here we go it's the 
they're uh, they're underground. They're doing they're they're doing art stuff. They get bit by the spider. Miles gets bit by the spider. Things start getting weird. He goes back to take a look at the spider to make sure that he's okay because he starts seeing yeah. he starts getting his spider powers. Which like, yep. yo, the moment everything goes overly comic book when Miles gets his powers, it literally goes overly comic book. We get thought balloons. Yeah, I mean, it, like they'll just like stamp comic book frame and, and thought balloons on the page. Oh, it's captions. So good, yeah. so yeah. good. Um, so when Miles goes back to look at it, and then all of a sudden we get this, uh, we get the particle accelerator test, and we see. Yep. Uh, Norman Osborn, by the way, is Yorma Tacone from the yeah, Lonely right. Island. From the Lonely Island. Yorma Tacone is this giant ass fucking green goblin, which I love. I know. Sure. Sure. And he's a he's not. Let's just say he's not a giant ass guy. No. No. He's kind of maybe a little guy. Um, I also love the intro to Wilson Fisk here. Uh, Liev Schreiber definitely plays him as like this, this, hey, I'm the kingpin. Hey, fuck you. Yeah, he's very, he's like a Michael Chiklis version yeah. of the kingpin. Very much so, yeah. Uh, but I managed to feel something for the kingpin in this movie. I did too. And they, you know, it's almost like it ties a little bit into the, the daredevil mythos and stuff of just the, the wife and the side. It's fantastic. Yeah, really. Yeah. You know, to make you give any shit about the king. Um, and there's this great line that foreshadows all that, that, that perfect Spider-Man has right before he dies, which is, uh, he goes into the portal and comes back. Like his head gets shoved in the portal by the green yeah, goblin. Yeah. And he comes back and he looks at the kingpin and says, listen, I saw it. You, they're not there. Yeah, don't do. Don't this. do this. Yeah. They're not in there. Um, no. And the kingpin gets so angry and just murders a Spider Man. Murders him straight up. Murders Spider Man. Uh, and this is what you know. And I'm sitting there like with my seven year old. And I'm like, uh, hey. like, do I need to tell him? Like, it's fine. Just, just keep watching. Ah. I'm sure this is fine. Yeah, um, yeah. It cr credits roll. Thanos wins again. Snap. You know, and already because of the Chris Pine voice, uh, I was already like, well, there's something up here. Um, yeah. And clearly, Jake Johnson has yet to appear. But um, when they pull off and he's got the blonde hair, like the Ben Riley hair. Yeah, I know. You're like, what? Uh, what? So good. Yeah. Um, man. And then and then when when every when every what I love is this Spider-Man is so kind and perfect to Miles. Yeah. And it's such a Spider-Man thing. It is. To have this kind, perfect person come to you and be like, don't worry. We're going to get through this together. Yeah. We are Spider-Mens. Everything's going to be fine, little buddy. Yeah. Nothing, yep. Nothing's going to go wrong anymore. Oh, yeah. you're dead. Oh, yeah. you're dead, are you? <laughs> oh. Oops. Um, yeah, and so then that's when we, that's when we sort of meet uh, Peter B. Parker. Yeah, but apparently like kind of the semi-more official so, Peter Parker, I right? Think, I mean, that's the... I personally think... That Peter Parker is supposed to be six sixteen Peter Parker, which is our yeah. Peter Parker. Our Peter Parker. Um, yeah. There are a couple things that are like when he's going through his origin story. Um, obviously, Peter Parker never invested in a TGI Fridays style like <laughs> Spider Man restaurant, <laughs> but he should. He should, and that sounds like the he sort should. of thing Peter Parker would do. Yeah. Also, I'll go. I'll eat there. Uh, but the estranged marriage with Mary Jane, yeah. the failure of the career. The yep. death of Aunt May, like all this loss, like this is definitely ours. I was like, there he is. 
There there's it is. my it's sad. It's not the one you get from film necessarily, but it is the one you get out of comics. Yeah, there's yeah. my sad sack motherfucker right <laughs> I there. Know. There's my sad boy, um, my precious web throwing sad boy. And I just, yeah, and I just love that he is immediately like, nah, fuck you. I'm not helping you. Don't be Spider Man. Here's my help. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be Spider Man. Put on some weight. Yeah. Don't, don't, put, don't be, do, no. Um, we also we also start meeting like Gwen reveals herself when Gwen reveals yep. herself as um, Gwen Stacy from another world when they go to Alchemax and P- Peter Peter Parker Peter B Parker has so many good moments in this movie like the idea of let's go to let's go to Hudson New York and you're gonna help me learn my powers along the way and then they should wind <laughs> yeah. up in a fucking bus. <laughs> I know. It's like, well, what are we doing? We're not going to swing there. Swinging. I think we're doing here. It's not a video game. So. No. Do you know how far away that is? When they, yeah. when he said that they were going to Hudson, and like, yeah. you can teach me to swing on the way there. I was like, Miles, have you ever been outside of the city? And the answer is probably <laughs> nope. not. No, probably not. Um, no. Because that was the first few years that I was in New York. I didn't leave the city, and I was just like, oh yeah, you, what do you take a bus there? And people are like, New York's an entire fucking state, asshole. And it's kind of like, a are you big sure? one. Are you sure? Yeah, it's uh, bigger than you think it is. Uh, uh, really? What is it? Like an hour away? No. Yeah, it's giant. It's giant. Um, <laughs> Disappear into the woods. There's probably cougars up there. Uh, best reveal of this entire thing is Olivia Octavius. Yes. Best reveal. Yeah. Um, because it initially starts out as this just like, oh, I'm a wacky scientist and I'm very interested in this. I'm so interested in you. Lock, lock. You're now yeah, trapped in the chair. And everybody knows that Peter Parker is dead, so it's okay that I know that you're Peter Parker. So in the beginning of this whole thing, you're like, oh, cool. This is... But I was like, mm, no. Something's, Something's up. Something's up. Something's up. Oh. Oh, and it's, there is no uh, precedent for her, right? No. I don't believe so. No. I don't believe Olivia yeah. Octavius. She's a up. brand new uh, Oc, Doc Ock. This is... Yeah, this is... And Doc Ock. Can we just talk about Doc Ock? First of all, the video game nails him. Yes. And does such good things with him. Uh, but like Doc, like he was fucking Spider-Man at one point. Yeah, he was the he superior, was the superior Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And just a dick, just a dick Spider-Man. Yeah, he was horrible. But what I love is there is a very specific sliver of time where Doc Ock was the Spider-Man villain. Yeah. The Spider-Man villain. And you have to be, you have to have been at a Spider-Man enjoying age in sort of like the, the 80s, early 90s. 90s, right, yeah. Before Venom yeah. became really popular. Right. Uh, because it was yeah. all Green Goblin, Green Goblin, Green Goblin. Then this then Doc, yeah. weird sliver of time during like animated shows in the 80s yep. when it was Doc Ock. Yep. And it, I just I just love all the attention Doc Ock is getting right now because he's just he's my favorite because I was a kid yep. during that time. Yeah, and the, something like the game I always felt uh, did a really good job explaining him better than like... I, I love Spider-Man 2, the Raimi Spider-Man 2, but I never felt like they super... In fact, actually, most of the movies kind of shortcut you to the point where the bad guy becomes bad guy. Like, they're like, I'm a good-thinking scientist. Now I'm evil. I've gone mad with science. But I feel like the game tells you why, we never it sells we it. We never get a compelling origin story for Doc Ock. Like, no. we, know that he's, we know that he's egotistical. We know that he's self-centered. We know that, it, like, we know all these things about him that make him an interesting character. But, like, yeah. I think we talked about, like, Spider-Man 2 starts off with him having robot arms yeah and it's like guy with robot arms is going to make a son why yeah why Why? just talk to me about the robot arms no one else has robot arms 
just science out of control. How does motherfucker get robot arms? No, 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 no. It's just some Elon Musk and shit. And now the He's arms just are like, evil. I just have this now. Why do the yeah. arms have to? And why did they make him? Why evil? are they whispering to him? Because yeah. it's Sam Raimi and he's a horror director. Because it's Sam Raimi. Yeah, um, yeah. But this I love where it's just, the, we only get a little bit of Olivia and she's such a- But you don't need more. She's so she's perfect. perfect. Just the yeah. uh, the exchange that she has with the Kingpin where it's like, you you know, you got 24 hours to get me my collider and she says, our collider. Our collider. Yeah. Don't you forget. <laughs> so good. Ooh, yeah. such a yeah. Doc Ock moment. Uh, yeah. There is a great, great line uh, that happens in this film that I want to talk about uh, that okay. pops up. Everybody's uh, Gwen helps them. They come back to Aunt May's place. Um, yep. We see that Perfect Spider Man has a spider cave, which I love. Of course, a huge spider cave, and she is uh, clearly like the secret agent. Well, Aunt May yeah. of, of something. Yeah. Well, this is also what I love. They are showing without telling that the difference between this Peter and every other Spider Man is this Peter didn't hold back emotionally with anyone. No, he told everybody, and he's connected to he them. He told everyone. He told you know, his May. wife is sad. He told Mary Jane. He told yep. everyone that he's Spider-Man, and he allowed them to help lift him up to become perfect Spider-Man at age 26. Right. Golden-haired and beautiful. Yeah, and I just, I and love kind. that. Um, yeah. it's also a nice nod once again to people who were Spider-Man fans in the eighties and remember that Spider-Man used to have a crime lab in Aunt May's house when he pulled a lever. <laughs> That's right. Uh, in Spider-Man yeah. and his amazing friends. Um, sure. So what I love sure. is once, once all the Spider-Men get together, uh, everybody gets their origin story in a similar way. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. It, it like cut and pasted in interspersed with each other. So yeah. Um, and I love that they all start with like, okay, just one more time from the beginning. Yeah, one more time from the beginning. Let's <laughs> rewind. Uh, Spider-Man Noir yeah. uh, was... When When did the first Spider-Man Noir comic come out? It was uh, 2009, something like okay. that. He's not He's not an older character. No. Um, but it was a... V- Nor one people particularly cared about. No, I don't he, think. It, was, it was a very dark noir. Here's the thing. It was like a very Elseworlds-y, like, let's make a dark Spider-Man. Yeah, guns, kill people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's good, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, that's not a version of the character I want to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't need Batman, Bat, Spider-Man. Yeah, like, it's, the reason why Speeding Bullets was an interesting story wasn't because, wasn't because it was a Superman story, because it wasn't a Superman story. It was right. still a Batman story, but it was Batman with yeah. the powers of Superman. Right. Um, they didn't change the core of the character. Spider-Man as like a dark, gritty guy uh, is not something anybody wants to see. They want to see Peter try and hard. And it doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the, uh, unless you're going to make some serious uh, revisions yeah, to it, the heart it, of it, the it character. It was fun enough, but what I like is Lord and Miller know that we feel that way. Yeah, they do. So, They've predicted it. So he has they to know. be silly. Um, yeah. I love that he, he, he lives in Brooklyn and he drinks egg creams and he likes punching yeah. Nazis. <laughs> yep, me too. I love egg creams. Me too. <laughs> I've never punched a Nazi, but if the opportunity arise, yeah. arose. In theory, I love my heart. Loves yeah. It. Um, yeah. And then Penny Parker is another one, like you said, introduced for Spider-Verse. Hasn't gotten yep. her own standalone story. She has gotten. I will, damn it, should. Has gotten a little bit of a build out of her world that we know that there is another yeah. mech pilot who pilots the Venom suit. Um, That's right. 
there there is some background to her world. Uh, it's a little more Evangelion in the comics yeah, than it is yeah. in the movie. Um, but I love that Lord and Miller took this opportunity to be like, well, we're making an animated film. We should also say something about Japanese animation. Yeah. Um, yeah. All perfect. And then Spider-Ham, my perfect son. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful uh, Spider-Ham. Mulaney did this thing on uh, Fallon. I don't know if you saw it, but they had him in for his session and they were like, have fun with it. Do one that's just for you. Do it yeah. a couple times, uh, which is, you know, a good a good comedy director will do that. Whether they will use of course, it, especially if you have John Mulaney. Yeah, if you have John Mulaney, don't be like read the script, damn boy, motherfucker in the world. Yeah, let him do it. But what's funny is he was like they couldn't use anything that I ad libbed <laughs> because I just cursed, and yeah, so they played the some of the lines that he did. And it's just f bomb after f bomb. He's like, and one of them that I loved is, two days. I've been Spider Ham thirty fucking years, kid. Uh, hire him again and make just give him a whole. Oh, listen. Uh, an R rated Deadpool esque Spider Ham. The sequel has already been announced. Spin offs are in development. They may Sony this up, but yeah. Yeah, the sequel is at least in development, and I think that's great. Um, but this this is where we get my favorite Olivia line in the entire movie, which is, well, it's not an Olivia line, it's an Aunt May line. Oh, good, it's Liv. Liv, yeah. There is such a loaded history to that line. Yeah. That, like, when she said that, I went, <gasps> and my wife was like, just looking back and forth. My wife did a lot of looking back and forth at me in the screen during Sure, that's movie. fair. Yeah, that's just fair. Like, yeah, because May and Ock yeah. have a history. May and Ock were in a, were in a romantic relationship. Peter yeah. Parker knew that his wife was, that his, that his aunt was dating Dr. Octopus, couldn't say yep. anything. I think at yeah. one point they both knew, right? Wasn't that the deal? Yeah, something like that, uh, yeah. But, but Octavius truly loved Aunt May and was like, look, Peter Parker and, Doc, uh, Peter Parker and Otto Octavius never have to fight. It yeah. was like a very, it, it was it was the Green Goblin relationship, but with the with the knowledge going both ways instead of one way. Yeah, and so Aunt May sort of served as the like the DMZ. For yeah, that. and um, for Lily Tomlin to say, "Oh, good, it's Liv," when the yeah. intro line for Doc Ock was like, "No, actually, my friends don't call me Doctor Octopus. My friends call me Liv." Yeah, and she calls her Liv. Now, I don't know if that's indicative of a romantic relationship given their I age difference. I choose so it could. to believe it is. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I also choose to believe that their age difference isn't as far as 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 we think it is. I choose... Probably not. Make is karate kicking fucking Yeah, doors, and also like, I feel like Liv maybe dyes her hair and May doesn't. Okay, you know what? There's a little vanity I on, sub- the, on I, the Doc Ock side. I am subscribing to your newsletter. Uh, yeah, please do. Um, yeah. Visit my Teespring and get my merch. Mm, um, good. Because I love that T-shirts. part. Uh, we get we get a real emotional, like you said, uh, Uncle Aaron gets his emotional moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, in the first scene, we, you know, yeah. when uh, Miles goes back to his apartment and discovers that he's the Prowler, that's a legit spooky scene. Dude, it's the really Prowler tense. is terrifying in this film. He's the sounds. Yeah, the that like you know that like yeah that like almost like Inception esque grinding sound. It's great. It, it sounds like the sound they tried to make for the Decepticons and Transformers, but oh. used with with efficacy and economy, as yeah. opposed to just constantly <laughs> grinding through the movie. Yeah, 
that's pretty much the Transformers franchise so far. Constantly, just constantly hey, grinding. Our our hey. our daughter our our daughter Haley Steinfeld Haley. is in Bumblebee. Maybe it turns it around. I'm excited. I'm I'm ready. I'm um, ready. Yeah, this is this is wonderful because we get this um, all the Spider Men. All Miles needs is somebody to believe that he's Spider Man, and all the Spider Men yeah. don't believe he can be Spider Man. Exactly. They don't believe it. They don't believe it. And because one of the things that I love is is a constant personality trait of Spider-Man is the the martyr, right? Yeah. Kid, you can't do this. Let me do it. All of them say Let that. Let me do it. Yeah. Because that's Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, and that is that's what this film ultimately refutes, right? And uh I mean, we're not quite to the point of the end talking about that, but I mean, really it's the the thing that is sort of the the song that is sung by this movie is that uh, the chosen one, the hero. You know, listen, Spider-Man is not averse to fucking Christ imagery. We talked about the him, you know, oh my God, my arms are stretched wide and all the webs or I'm being carried gingerly by New Yorkers as New York comes together as a single high flank entity to love me. Yeah. Uh, they love the Spider-Man as that martyr. All just the like in the Bible. Beautifully. Yep. And it's always like Spider-Man is the one guy who could do it just like in the mm-hmm. Bible. Spider-Man. Uh, but this is so not that. This is they all think that way, and they're all wrong, and they all need each right. other, and it's beautiful. Cause the, yeah, because the only one that did well is the one that that one that actually died, the one that actually yep. knew how to be Spider Man, right? Oh, yep. and he's dead. Um, yeah. but I do, I do love the moment in Miles's apartment after this, where they're or Miles's dorm, where they're where they're all just like, "Hey, we all get it. We've all been there. Like, we yeah, all had a loss. Ready. All of us had yeah. a loss." Um, what I did notice in that in that scene is they were very clever about the writing where it's like, hey, I lost my Uncle Benjamin, I lost my Uncle Ben, I lost Peter Parker, and Spider-Ham yeah. just goes, we all we all have to go through something like this. Because Spider-Ham no. definitely didn't. No, no, no. And they were like, we can't no. just make up somebody to die make for Spider-Ham. Make up some tragic, yeah, some tragic <laughs> Spider-Ham wife. There ain't no tragedy to this guy. We can't no. do that. The only tragedy is later you see him eating a hot what dog. I do That's love, the only tragedy. Uh, what I do love is when they're all questioning Miles' powers. It's like, can you hack a mainframe? Can you punch out a, a can you punch out yeah. a dude? Can you <laughs> can you float through the air when you smell a particularly good smelling <laughs> pie? Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 brilliant. Brilliant. But, spi- That's but you awful. care about Spider-Ham, which is great, because in the comics, they've done this thing with Spider-Ham where Spider-Ham is like the Yoda. Yeah. Like, everybody he goes to Spider-Ham for advice, particularly Spider-Gwen and Spider-Ham yeah. have a strong relationship in the comics. That's so it's strange. very strange, and it's a very, very like, strange. fuck you, we're bringing Spider-Ham back in a big way, and I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, you you go ahead. I'm I'm here for it, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the big... Um, the big conflict, the big ending scene with the Collider... Um, and the and the fundraiser, I really love the the kingpin doing a, a Spider Man oh. fundraiser is maybe the most kingpin fucking thing. It is. It's such a just a dick move. And having everybody dressed as Spider Man there is like oh, such. Oh God, waiters, ugh. waiters, spider waiters. Wilson, you suck. So demeaning. You yeah. suck, and you invited Mary he, Jane to speak. I know. Ugh. He's the best. He's the best. Worst. Oh, he's the worst. Um, who was Mary Jane? Uh, that's a good question. That's something I that, like that was, I that was forgot right? to look up. And initially, yeah. I was hoping it was Kirsten Dunst. Oh, that would be that good. Would so good, Why but not? it was not. 
No. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Good choice. That's a very good choice. She yeah. was great. And the, the scene between her and Peter B. Parker, uh, which mm. I love that our Spider-Man doesn't even get to be Peter Parker. If you look in the credits, he's Peter B. Parker. He's Peter B. No, no, no. The good Peter Parker died. <laughs> yeah, <the> g- <laughs> he's dead no, now. He's no, gone. The real Peter Parker died, dude. You're Peter yeah. B. Parker. Just yeah, so we can keep... Suck it. And that's a Lord yeah. Miller joke, actually, yeah. um, that they did in Last Man on Earth, too. Uh, Phil oh, Miller right. is the name Last of the protagonist of The Last Man on Earth. Um, yeah. But then a better Phil Miller shows up yeah. uh, later on in the series. And Phil, the our Phil has to call himself Tandy, which is his middle name that he hates. <laughs> it's such a Lord yeah. Miller thing. It's like, no, you're Peter it B. Really Parker. Is. We have to be able to tell the difference because you're shittier. Uh, yeah, you're demeaned. <laughs> Suck it, B team. Um, they we get a good character moment that I thought we would it would be impossible for us to have between Peter B. Parker and Mary Jane. Oh yeah, the way they make that, the way they contrive yeah. that happening is actually very clever. It's funny and heartfelt. Where she, yeah. And he comes to a kind of a a, 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 a little moment there, a realization. Of yeah, moment. and it's oh, his thing. So you know, his thing of uh, of I'm going to be the one to stay behind. I'm going to be the one to stay behind. I'm the older the one, I'm the one that doesn't have anybody anymore. I don't want kids. I don't want. Kids. I don't want my, I'm done with her. Any, yeah. Nobody wants me back. I don't want anybody back. This is what I do. And then when you get to the collider, and holy shit, man, the collider is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It could have looked like the shittiest 90s clip art demo reel. Nope. And it's fucking it's beautiful. 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 All of the all the buildings coming out of the trains and buses and the city blooming like a flower. Buildings and buses and objects that are from other Spider-Man media. Um Yeah. Everybody's world is represented, which yeah. I love. Um It's just so what and the Kingpin the Kingpin's final reckoning comes during like a, a moment of actual emotional realism. Yep. For the Kingpin. For the Kingpin. And I, sw- I swear the Kingpin's had maybe fi- the Kingpin has maybe five minutes of screen time. Yeah. But they, for all of that, again, economy, such beautiful narrative economy going on. Oh, it, it, it shouldn't work. This, this movie shouldn't, shouldn't work on paper. It shouldn't level. work. No, it shouldn't work. Um, but I love that, uh, you know, when, when miles, finally comes in and, and has control over his powers and is doing it. Um, there's, it's so great to see all of the Spider-Mans fighting together <laughs> and the way they all work yeah, together and seeing, they all seeing work. Noir and Spider-Ham in particular team up for most of this fight was really lovely. For most of the fight. Yeah. Cause they're both kind of like weird old timey, a throwback and atavism of Spider-Man yeah. idea and just sort of cartoons in general. Yeah. Comics in general, yeah. It's cool. um, and then the the throwing of everyone into the collider and having yeah. their own world pop up out of the collider when they're thrown in, yeah. Uh, yeah, is very very good. I a moment of visual and emotional. This goodbye. is the moment where I was like, "Yep, I should have seen it in 3D." <laughs> yeah, it's good. This it's entire good. collider fight, it's I was good. just like, "Why didn't I see this in 3D? I'm such an asshole." Um, yeah, God damn it, Anthony. But. Peter B. Parker's emotional moment here where he finally just says he finally just says it um, yeah. which it's something Spider-Man thinks to himself all the time when we have thought bubbles I've read Spider-Man think this thought more than any other thought 
in the fucking 50 years that Spider-Man's existed. And that is, what if I mess this up? Right, right. Uh-oh. That's Spider-Man. That's, yeah. what if I mess this up? What if I mess this up? You won't. Yeah. You won't. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Go and, be sp- and I love that he's like, do I want kids now? Yeah. <laughs> Just a, there's a moment there of like, this kid's, he worked. I did it. <laughs> I think maybe I, want, I want kids, kids? now. Oh, it was ah. so good. And the the uh, the thing with, with Spider-Ham with the giant mallet and just like, the giant this. mallet. You can have this. It'll fit in your pocket. And it's just like, holy <laughs> shit, man. I know. And it's such a sweet, like he means it. It's important to it him. It will fit in your pocket. It's going to be, it's a cartoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, and then I love the, um, the ending after everything's gone back. The, uh, the whole thing with uh, Jefferson and Miles. Uh, yeah. It was a very good moment. There, there's a really great moment that we didn't talk about where, where Jefferson is up against the door and just saying... Yeah, it's a vital moment because it's really what gives him the realization of who he is and who he can yeah. be. Yeah, and it's... It's it's not about the Spider-Men's. It's about, it's about his, dad. his dad. It's about his it's dad cool. saying, hey, man, like, I don't tell you enough. I don't, always say, I don't always say the right thing. Good dad moments, man. Good dad moments. Good dads. Love a good dad moment. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's nice, you know, it's nice too because his parents are like there and alive. Yeah, right. Something we don't do, we we kind of screw that up for a lot of our uh, teenage protagonists in in fiction. We just often kill one or both of them because. And we're that's dicks, that's one monsters. of the things that I like is is that um and they do in the comics they do kind of like strain and strain and strain and strain that relationship because that's also what you do to teenage protagonists and com- yeah, of course. protagonists in comics. But um, and then of course there has to things have to be like a little too overly complicated like. Miles's dad has to be a secret agent sometimes and sure, all the shit sure. like that has to be real comic yeah. booky. But in the movie, we get to just be like, hey, no, man, you have a family. Like yeah. you have this thing it's that real. nobody else has yeah. uh, out of Spider-Man. Like your uncle Aaron was part of your family, but he wasn't like the part of your, the only part of your family that understood you. Um, yes, exactly. So I love that. I love the thing at the end where, where Jefferson now likes Spider-Man, which is another great thing. I know. It is a great thing. How often does Spider-Man's family like Spider-Man? Yeah, and now I think in the the story he knows he does. that he's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, right. He so. does, and now they're but they're they did the thing where it's like we got to keep it from mom, and it's like come on, don't I know. do it. But now mom, well, knows, mom too. knows too. Mom knows too. Oh, yeah, God. and uh, 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 Saladin's uh, story seems like they they all know. They're all on Good. board. That's what I want. She, and she there's a, there's actually a nice moment in that comic where she um uh reads the newspaper and realizes like he saved i think kids from a burning building or something like that and it was like she realized it days later and she's just so proud of her son and gives uh, him a hug. it's just like ah oh, that's cool not just like you know how dare you you didn't tell me you're putting yourself in danger it was just like i love you i'm a little I, hero i do love that we're moving on in in genre writing in general yeah i do love that we're moving on from hero forged in tragedy yeah, grim, dark. Like, there can be grim, dark things that happen, but that doesn't need to be the birth of a hero. Yeah, it's not the fabric. Yeah, and that's that. That yeah. is what I love about this story. Is like anybody can wear the mask. Like anyone can be spy. Anybody can. It's such a beautiful moment when he has that whole talk. At yeah, the, end, the little monologue. He's at the like end, right now. Captions. Yeah, he's like as of right now, I am the one and only Spider-Man here. Like, but yeah. there, like yeah. there are others, and I do yeah. love that, and I love the um. I love that when they all go back and it shows, we get our little epilogues for our characters. Um, yep. Gwen is just sitting in a Robbie Rodriguez fucking world, man. That's right. Like it That's looks right. like a Spider Gwen comic. The whole movie looks it like does. a Spider Gwen comic to me. 
It actually does. That, though that one's even dialed up yeah, more. Yeah, but that one or, definitely yeah. does the um the the airbrush sort of like glints yeah. and lights and streaks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's wonderful to see that. Uh, and it's wonderful to see like a little bit of an epilogue for Peter. And Peter's epilogue is great because the only epilogue Spider-Man ever needs is like, I'm going to go try. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get up again. That's yeah. the whole point. Get up. get up. Get up. Get up and go again. Um, yeah. So, and I do love that at the end because in the comics, Gwen Stacy from Earth 65, which is just GS, it's just Gwen Stacy's yeah. initials. <laughs> yeah. um, from Earth 65, has the ability to slide between worlds. She's like the only, I think it's the only universe where people have like those things that slide between worlds, like it's regular technology. Yeah, yeah some sliders. Yeah, it's some sliders ass business, but she pops up at the end and says, hey, Miles, got a minute. Yeah, and I, I love oh. it. Uh, yeah, I also so do love, I want to talk about the post credit scene. Oh with, yeah, post with our With our good boy, Miguel O'Hara. Our good boy. Who is played by a fellow good boy, Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac. Oh. Um, oh. My wife was like, "Wait, who's Miguel? Who's this? Who's this hologram lady that Miguel hangs out with?" I was like, "That's right." Oh, Miguel is the best and the worst. Yeah. Oh, I love Miguel and I don't like Miguel at all. Yeah. Uh, the twenty ninety nine. You want to talk about grim dark and like the need to yeah. just grim dark the shit out of things? Just, just dial that up. Yeah. God, but I Miguel now exists in the comics in yeah, our current right. time um yep. but i do love miguel and i like the idea of miguel popping up maybe in another in another in a sequel although it maybe. feels like they just played miguel for a joke for a meme joke sweet memes they gave him like this they gave him this great setup like i am the spider-man who understands what's going on here and i am the spider-man who yeah. knows what to do and i'm the cool spider-man and now i'm gonna do yep. what i have to do and then it's a fucking joke it's the yep, spider-man pointing at uh, each other which i loved yeah from a 1960s terrible comic or yeah. cartoon yeah i got double, uh, double identity cartoon. yeah god i loved it um I love the whole first season, like the spider on his chest only has six legs and they didn't have the money to fix it, to change it to four on yeah. each side. They were just like, just six, it's fine. not eight. It's fine. It's all it's fine. fine. And they just like, just they had like three shots of him swinging. It was very sixties. Yeah. Just replay him. He doesn't even have the webs drawn on the rest of his body. Cause it's just like, fuck, we don't have money. No, for it's like, what am I going to draw all those lines? Fuck off. Fuck that. We don't, we, we don't have time or money. Um, None of it. <laughs> uh, so I do love that Miguel shows up and that there's a potential for Miguel to show up again and again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or not, not, as it were. Uh, <laughs> but goddamn, this was, this is like the best Spider-Man story. It is the best Spider-Man um, story. It's the quintessential for me yeah. right now. It's just like the essence of all the Spider-Men and, you know, and Spider-Ladies and Spider-Animals. I've seen a lot of people saying that it's still Spider-Man 2 and listen. No. I want everybody Fuck to have you. their favorite things and I want everybody to love what they love and every list of movies is valid because it's just a list of fucking movies. But also they should get right but with But also God. walk into the ocean. Yeah, right just into walk it. right get into eaten. the sea and, and disappear. And disappear and in in squid should uh, take I you. went back and I watched it recently because um, I watched all of them again recently because Kind of Funny was doing their Spider-Verse rewatch. Um, oh, sure. And I was just like, this is a good excuse. Spider-Man 2 is still the best of those three. Um, yeah. But there's some... It's tonally nonsense. Yeah. It's... Uh, and I mean, that, and that's a Raimi thing, and that's fine. It kind of works for the context of what it is, but it's tonally 
just like shotgun yeah spray. and he loves yeah and he loves his melodrama and he loves his heightened he loves melodrama slapstick yeah. at the same time and horror and the zooms and the yeah uh, it's very it's it's very genre fictiony and we would not have the modern superhero movie without spider-man um without the 2002 yeah. spider-man it really built it really yeah it's like that it's like Raimi's spider-man and burton's Batman, yeah and then you have um that's, that's it. yeah. Well, and I think, and you could, and you could argue, um, uh, Superman. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think for for like the modern, the, like the current style of storytelling, I would say it's probably Spider Man, and uh, Dark Dark Knight or Batman Begins are probably the two that kind of gave us the school of superhero films the way we have them now. Yeah, that's probably the way we have them now. Though we're kind of feel like we're moving away from the Nolan esque stuff too at yeah. the same time. Well, because Nolan, yeah. Nolan, and Phase One, Phase Two, Marvel were very much about like, okay, we got to make your mom think this isn't dumb. Yeah. How do we? Ma- and now that how don't do care. we make your mom think this isn't dumb? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Turns out that was actually the that mistake. Was, my mom still thinks they're dumb. It. Yeah, my mom like watched something like Thor Ragnarok. Jake, that yeah. was fun. You know. Uh, but Spider Man Two just has this like cartoonishness, and especially with like the. <sighs> just the tentacles whispering to doc ock and all this stuff it's it's yeah. a sam raimi movie and i i think this is like who knows how this this movie will age in 10 years it'll age like it could, wine yeah. <laughs> i know it i believe it and that's it hey perfect beautiful you wine. can trust this man because he's writing one of the 50 most anticipated novels of 2019 he can see the yeah, future get on that i can see it i've, I've written he the future, knows the basically. future i am the future um, that was a little overdone. I shouldn't. No, I think future. I think instead of backing down, double down. Just, Just go with it. Going. Yeah, I'm all. I'm yeah. I'm the future Just and the buy past. Buy your own hype. Um, sure. This is a great film. Uh, I'm sure if you've listened this far, you have watched the film and you agree. Um, but yeah. We, and if not, what are you not, doing? What are you doing? Get. Why are you even listening to this? Get, Get out, out of here. Out of here. Uh, but also, God damn you can it. let us know how you felt about the film and uh, and our feelings about the film on Twitter. It's a terrible yeah. place. We're there. It's a monster. It's a whole a nightmare uh, hole. I'm at a Carboni. I am at. You Chuck can also Winding. email us at grandmaster at ragnatalk.com. Oh, Thor Ragnarok. We will get, uh, we'll get we'll there. get there next. 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 You know what? This is a good. This is a good like year ender. We'll kind of and then we'll. Yeah. yeah next great. week, the final episode of we'll Thor. We'll sink Thor it. Ragnarok. We'll sink that putt. We'll see you there. All right, Chuck. I love you, buddy. I love you.